The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The shepherds went with haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherd returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. Once again, Happy New Year to you all. It is a great joy and privilege to have seen the beginning of uh, not only the first day of the week, not only the first day of the year, not only the first day of the month of January, and not also, but of course, the first day of the, the year. So we appreciate God for that, and we give God all the glory and all the thanks, all the adoration. And on a day like this, you know, there's this particular song that comes to my mind, the song composed by Johnson Oatman. And it is, you know, Count Your Blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Many times we don't tend to appreciate, you know, what God has done for us. Many times we tend to take for granted the gift of life the gift of the air we breathe. We take these things for granted. And sometimes also we take for granted, you know, the opportunity that God has given to us to see the dawn of uh, yet another year. A lot of people would have wanted to see this year, but they are not here today. It's not because they are, you know, sinners, and it's not because we are righteous than them that we are able to see this day. But there is every reason for us to thank God and appreciate him for that. And the gospel reading also tells us about, you know, the shepherds who went to see Joseph, Mary, and the child Jesus. And we were told that they returned home, glorifying and praising God. So it's all about thanksgiving. It's all about uh, glorifying and praising God. 
And each year, at the beginning of the year, the church presents to us the solemnity of the feast of our Mother Mary, Mother of God. I think it's all to give us that opportunity to appreciate and to ask our Mother Mary to intercede for us as we begin yet another year. It is a year that is full of uncertainty. It is a year that is pregnant. We don't know what this year you know, holds for each and every one of us. Remember when we, we started the beginning of the year 2029? You know, nobody thought about COVID. And all of a sudden, COVID came from nowhere and, you know, took all of us unaware. And up to today, we are still trying to recover from the adverse effect that COVID brought to us. So the year is full of uncertainty, also full of opportunities. But we also are encouraged at the beginning of this year to, you know, go to her mother Mary, asking her to intercede for us so that we do not want to get, you know, anything that is even close to COVID this year. And also, this feast is all about Mary being the mother of our Lord and Savior. Mary, mother of God, Theotokos, from the Greek word, which simply means that Mary is a carrier of God, the bearer of God. Now, this feast was actually officially declared, or Mary was officially declared as the mother of God at Ephesus in the year 431. Now, this feast is all about the fact that Mary is the mother of God. As at that time, there was this heresy called the Arian heresy. This heresy tend to like deny the divinity of God. And so those who were proponents of this heresy were like, Jesus has no divine nature. That Jesus is just, you know, a superman, if you like. Jesus is just like you and I. So this heresy came at that time to counteract or to counter the, this feast we are celebrating today came in order to counter or to counteract the heresy they call the Arian heresy. And so this solemnity we are celebrating today affirms the divinity of God, of Jesus, and also his human nature. So that is what this uh, feast is all about. And so if Mary is the mother of God, what it means is that we also are the sons and daughters of uh, Mary. Because by adoption, we are all children of uh, God. The second reading tells us that when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born into the world, to redeem the subject of the law. And John tells us that uh, the word took flesh and dwelt among us. The word is God, that God took flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and dwelt among us. And God was born, you know, into our world. So that is what this feast is all about. So by adoption, by the virtue of our baptism, we are sons and daughters of uh, our mother Mary. Because we are all children of uh, God. But it is unfortunate sometimes because we do not appreciate what we have as Catholics. That the church has given to us the opportunity to always ask our mother Mary to intercede for us from time to time. But unfortunately, most of us do not take advantage of this opportunity the church has given to us. Recall in John chapter 2 the story of uh, the wedding at Cana in Galilee. 
We are told that there was a wedding in Cana in Galilee, and uh, Jesus was invited to that wedding, and our mother Mary was also there at that wedding. And lo and behold, the couples, they ran out of wine. It was, of course, a, a thing of embarrassment that you were not able to, you know, to provide to your guests, you know, what they, what they needed. And so these couples went to Mary, asking Mary to do something about the situation. And Mary had to go to Jesus, telling Jesus, can you do something? These couples, they have run out of wine. And of course, Jesus made a very remarkable statement. Mother, woman, if you like, my hour has not yet come. But Mary told them, go ahead and do whatever he tells you. And Jesus had no other option, you know, than to listen to his mother. And now the question comes, if Jesus could perform that miracle when it was not time for him to start walking signs and wonders, if he could perform that miracle, how much more now that, eh, you know, he, he, of course, his time has come. So we are encouraged, as Catholics especially, to take advantage of, you know, this blessing that the church has put before us to always beckon on our mother Mary to intercede for us. Because yet comes the, a new year, 2023, a year that is full of uncertainties. We don't know what this year holds for us. The year is pregnant. I think the best thing for us to do is to run to our mother Mary. Because definitely this year is not going to be a year of roses for all of us. There will be storms, there will be challenges, there will be difficult moments. There will be moments when we ourselves will run out of wine. There will be moments of uh, embarrassment. There will be moments of like disgrace. What do you do? You run to Mary, asking her to intercede for you. And we all have that rosary, the rosary as a weapon that uh, the church has given to us. But how many of us take advantage of uh, that weapon? How many of us take advantage of it? It's just a, you know, 15 minutes prayer. I don't, I'm not even sure if it's up to 15 minutes, you know. So we are encouraged as we continue our daily lives, especially this new year, to try to spend some time asking our mother Mary to intercede for us. And she will always do that, you know, with joy. And also at the dawn of a new year like this, the beginning of a new year, it's also an opportunity for you and I to like, have a sober reflection of our lives. Some people call it New Year resolutions, to take new resolutions, to look at the previous year, 2022, and to ask yourselves questions. Have I been a very good husband to my wife? Have I been a very good father to my children last year? And if you are sincere to yourself to say that, no, I have not been so good, and then it's an opportunity now to begin on a very new page, to say, okay, henceforth, I will try to be a good husband to my wife. I will try to be a good father to my children. And as a wife also, it's an opportunity for you to begin afresh, to say, oh, I have not been able to be a good wife to my husband. I have not been a good mother to my children. But henceforth, from the beginning of this year, I'm going to make effort to be the best of wife to my husband and to be the best of mother to my children. And to children also, it's an opportunity for you to say, oh, I have not been a very good child to my parents. I've not been patient enough with my parents. I've been giving them a headache. But henceforth this year, I'm going to be the best child to my, to my father and to my mother. And also for us to try as much as possible to be patient with one another, 
Sometimes as husbands, we are not patient with our wives. Sometimes as wives, we are not patient with our husbands. And sometimes also as parents, we are not patient with our children. And children also sometimes they are not patient with their parents. And sometimes also you are not even patient with yourselves. So it's also an opportunity for us to say, henceforth I will try as much as possible to be patient with people I meet, to be patient with myself, and to be patient with my family members. And most importantly, it's an opportunity for us to ask ourselves, how much of my time do I give to this man who has been so good to me, who has been so generous to me, who has kept me up to this time? How much of my time do I give to this man? How many times were I able to attend Mass 2022? Was it only on Christmas Day I attended Mass? Was it only on New Year Day? Was it only on Easter Day? Was it only once in the whole of uh, 2022? Was it only once I attended Mass to say, God, I thank you for all you have been doing to me? And if we find ourselves wanting in those aspects, as to say that we have not given this man enough time, is also an opportunity for us to begin afresh and to say, henceforth, I will make effort to always, you know, be with this man, to always worship him and to always give him thanks. And so it is my prayer for you at the beginning of this month, the prayer that was uh, the blessings of, of Aaron is my prayer and blessings for you, that the Lord will continue to keep you and bless you as you begin this month, that his face will continue to shine upon you, and that he will continue to be gracious unto you. And above all, that he will keep us safe under the shadow, under the shadow of his wings, so that as he has made it possible for us to begin yet another year, we also will see the end of this year through Christ our Lord.